too, but like talk. Yeah, but no, it's uh, like okay. So I was listening to the Nerdist the other day, and they had Dana Carvey on, and they just every episode of that podcast they just start, yeah. and they figure out where's a good point in the initial five minutes of conversation to, to just actually... to fade in. Like they don't go, "Hey, hard podcast start." <laughs> like they have a they have a um an intro and like an ex- an explanation of what the episode is going to be that plays and then like their song their intro song fades like in and then out into the conversation and everyone's always like oh that's really interesting why do you guys do it that way and and he explained it so articulately articulately which was that a lot of times and this has happened a number of times to us in the short history of our podcast when people come in and they see recording equipment of some nature yeah, right? Like, a, like an iPhone. Sucks. Right, like an iPhone just sitting in the middle of the don't table. Don't tell them our secrets. And, and someone's like, all right, put these headphones on. We're going to start the pot. Like, their butthole clenches up, and they go into, like, interview mode. Once they get the cans on the head. Yeah, and they're the just waiting official. for questions. And right, and like, so the thought is to, like, get them to, to, to disarm them. Right. Whereas, you know, I mean, I don't want to be a dick, but you probably don't do a lot of press. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I do tons of tons of press, you know. Well, I'm a people. dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, so that so. was just the thought on what the more casual podcast start was about. I agree, but then there's the thing that happens on those podcasts where 70% of the time, at some point, the guest is like, oh, did we start? Yes. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we always yes. just, yeah, we just start recording and we just... We there's like, always that and part. It's like, yeah, it's like, and every time they cut it, it's, that's the... Two minutes after they're they cut into it, yeah, you're not the guest wrong is there. Just like, <laughs> you're not wrong there. That always wait, is a we part. Started? Well, wait, we started. Hold on, now let me get into asshole yeah. guest mode. No, never heard of it. No, well, we don't have asshole guests, and we only have one guest on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, Popo, Popo, Dan, you're not a guest anymore. Hey, you're a part of the fabric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But our guest today is Mr. Yeah. Sam Vidovich. In the A- house. Airhorn. Airhorn. Air you made Air it. Airhorn. I did. Now you've really made it in Spokane comedy. Yeah. Yeah. This is the. This is the, the, the upper echelon for you. Yeah. Is this the peak or is this the beginning? No, no. This is the climb to the peak? Yeah, this is like when you get up above the timber line on a mountain. <laughs> like everything else has been wooded forest before yeah. this. But now you're up above the level mm-hmm. where the trees can live. You are in right. the subalpine. Yeah. Not alpine. No, yeah. Sub there's still low growing trees. Well, okay, so yeah, maybe there's alpine. <laughs> no, not post alpine. Oh, okay. Alpine. Post-Alpine, I don't think exists, except for when you get to space. I, I, don't, I should know. My dad's a forester, so I should know a little more about the woods than I actually do. No, no, that that makes sense that you wouldn't, actually. Yeah, yeah you're right, actually. Like, my mom's a like, uh, yoga like person. with the sick kids. I, I will never do yoga. You don't do yoga? I want to desperately. I know how good it is for me. Yeah. I love those chicks in those pants. <laughs> There's a million reasons why I should do yoga, and I won't because my mom is really into yoga, and I just, like, every time I'm like, okay, I'm going to humble myself. Is it just because you can't fit in the pants? That... <laughs> oh, I can fit in those pants. I don't think you I understand. that was the whole point of the yoga pants is that they kind of look good on everybody because they push everything in. No. Correct. No. But I, I think the reason they're you gotta get like a yoga top then too. <laughs> right. And like hold I think the reason yoga and... pants kind of look good on everyone is because they're like, as long as your legs are together, it's kind of like a shapeless mass. <laughs> just like a black shapeless like, mass on the bottom. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> two black tubes on the bottom of a human. And you're like, I want to see what's in those tubes. Well, you don't have to see what the texture is that there's like the milk, the, the cottage cheesy <laughs> cellulite texture right. of their skin. Well, and a lot of them, like... Well, I'm, I'm just saying yoga pants prevent that. A lot of yoga pants, too, they do the thing where they lift the butt up. And right. They have those. And so do, they makes... se- do they lift and separate? <laughs> I don't know. They should. That's the next not. stage. <laughs> they really should if they're not. I'm yeah. telling you. There's nothing a dude likes more than seeing those butt cheeks just spread a little bit apart. Right. Wow. Let the air just kind of freely pass through so you don't have to hear it. Right. Now I've gone too far. Right. No, I think the yoga pants companies haven't gone far enough. Except for, uh, what's it? Lululemon. They went far enough. 
What's that? It's like this really hoity-toity yoga brand. There's a store downtown, or is it closed? Uh, it might have closed. I think, there's, I think there's still one down Okay. There. So yeah. it's, this, it's this clothing and yoga brand that was started by a really hilarious 1960s character of a man and his wife. And I only say that because they got in a lot of trouble as a company because their pants are very, very sheer. Like, almost too sheer. Like, girls didn't know how much of their bits they were showing off <laughs> because it was, like, so sheer. And especially, and this has been a problem with yoga pants okay. the whole time. Sheerly, you should know how much of your vagina is showing right now. I agree. But, like, the bigger... How about this? The more the yoga pants stretches, the more sheer it becomes. Okay. Science. Right? That's with any fat. That's with any material. Any material, right? Okay, great. Even so yoga, metal. Right. <laughs> That's true. So, uh... That new so Iron they, Man costume, very revealing. Very sheer. <laughs> very, very sheer. So there's a bunch of, like, uh, heavier set ladies. Too. And even not so heavy set, just, like, good-shaped ladies who were, like, having way, way, way more than regular of their bits show through. And they were like, hey, Lululemon, can you guys fix this? And the owner was like, maybe you shouldn't be so fat. <laughs> Did they really? That was seriously, like, the dude's response was like, hey, if your yoga pants make you too revealed, you should probably just get not as fat. That's on part with, like, Abercrombie and their bullshit. Dude, he was exactly, like, exactly in line with, like, the, the typical Abercrombie reaction where it's like, like, well, look, here's the thing. We make the pants for people like, from a medium yeah. to a small. The so Abercrombie, you're the devil's advocate. The I mean, Abercrombie you thing make, was. You make a product. Yeah. Okay. I and mean, if you want to expand into it, fine to uh, appeal to a larger market. Fine. Right. You're making a bunch of fat jokes right now. If you no. want to expand no, no. into <laughs> a larger market, oh, yeah. <laughs> stretch, stretch your horizon. <laughs> you need to make it worth a bigger bucket seat it, for my it, ass. Was it Abercrombie that was like got a lot of flack for good reason over? their policy that they had to have one chubby person working at each store. I love you it. I, should. I think so. I, I think that happened to them. Why did they get shipped for that? It's just... Because it was like gr- grossly it's mathematical. People, it's, it was people who didn't understand that Abercrombie was kind of like a bullshit building right. company anyway. Oh. And so then they thought that they if they complained about it, it would make it better. Are you done with it? Instead yeah, of just like... Empty. Not giving them attention it's, for it. It's fine. Yeah. The difference between so when you told that story, you got to speak into the microphone. Ah, <laughs> Get a job. When you told that Lululemon story about the owner, I thought it was gonna be like sexist, <laughs> but not like that ridiculous. I thought it was gonna be like, "Can you stop? It's like showing too much of our parts. It's a problem." And he'd just be like. I don't see the problem. Well, it's like, the problem. no, you're way too fat. <coughs> yeah, he was it's like Jesus. <coughs> I just Turns think like a gross old guy, and not like your hips shouldn't be so wide. <laughs> yeah, if your hips weren't so wide, the fabric would be a little darker. <laughs> Maybe if you got some bone shaving there, surgery, so, shave down those hip bones. If, so, if your body wasn't so so childbearing quality so we talked about it a minute ago before we uh, rolled the tape on the podcast but oh good this is going straight this is going on tape yeah i love the analog it always goes to tape and then it goes to digital yeah the you, iphone you 6 is just yeah. a place marker <laughs> the house is actually wired yeah you can't because you can't replace that like scratchy vintage feel there's yeah. a warmness that, to the sound that re-recorded tape has because yeah. <laughs> so. you guys release all these on vinyl right no, yeah. no, no, but we have them on vinyl in our private collection. Yeah. So, like, if you want to come down to the podcast studio and listen to any episode on vinyl... Yeah, we'll check... You can check it out and use our... Yeah. You gotta, yeah, I mean, you have to use it here. You got a librarian working the front desk will help you get yeah. through the catalog. Yeah, what do you think Dan does with his time? <laughs> yeah. Massage? Yeah, mass- <laughs> he massages the books, if you know what I mean. Because <laughs> we've yet to make any money. Money under yeah. the table. But that's, you know... We're laundering you, money that we don't make. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys... Spending no money on laundry detergent. Who are yeah. listening, if you want us to have some of your money, there's totally a donations link on the podcast website. There is. Which I know that you don't know about because 
we no haven't one talked actually about goes. It. <laughs> well, that, that's true. I, I looked at your guys' website when, when it first went up because I remember you posting on Facebook about it. Right. And I looked at it then; it had all the pictures of the pretty pipes, and it was Squarespace, wasn't well, it? Was yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. Squarespace seems like a pretty good deal. Well, you know, I don't know much about it. They're certainly not giving us any money. <laughs> so fuck them. No, and there's certainly like there's better monetary deals. You can get a website for less. Right. But it's the convenience. There's other thing like for what we're getting and for what we're paying, I feel super fucking comfortable. That's cool. Uh partly because they said like okay, here there's a limit on how much storage you have, right? Which we will never no, we will. We will totally hit that Eventually. limit. What's but the limit? I don't know, because they said it was <laughs> yeah. two gigs, and I fucking for sure feel that like after a year plus of us putting up like these things, we're probably not even close, but it just seems like we should be close. You're going to try and post <laughs> this, and you're like, no, th- yeah. this is the final straw. Well, no, the second that happens, we're deleting the first one. Right, okay, yeah. so I was going to wonder if you guys were just going to do that. Yeah, we're going to go back... But like you got to keep the masters of those though. So once you syndicate it, that's why we have the vinyl. (laughs) That's why you have the library. (laughs) That's why we have them on vinyl. I don't. I honestly don't know that this will ever go to syndication, and I'm you know fine with that. You don't think like TV Land or no? I think yes. I think the I I think the whole format of podcasting defeats syndication. Right. I mean. Well, it's like self-syndication. It's like, yeah. are you going to put them all up if, if it gets to the point where, you know, you can afford... Well, as it stands right now, they're all techie. up. Yeah. Every, well, you could go back... So you're currently syndicated. Yeah, we are currently syndicated from episode one <laughs> forward, yeah. dude. It's just a matter of people, people knowing where to find it. Yeah. And and like I was saying, I know they don't know about that donate right. button because they don't go to the no website. Well, and they also don't know about the podcast. Well, no, 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 that's not true. Even though uh, a lot less of them are listening to it now than a month ago <laughs> or two months ago. That's, what happened? That's you guys I summer. have no idea. Well, oh, summer. Because we didn't put a few episodes There was out. a couple back-to-back episodes. Okay, so there was uh, 4th of July where mm-hmm. Casey is just not... He's in, July is a really tough month. <laughs> yeah, July yeah. in of itself is tough. Fourth of July weekend, Casey always has a big camping trip with his friends. Yeah. And then so that weekend was fucked. And, and then, then the next birthday. weekend was Pirate Party. Oh, yeah. So, so I was out You're of town. <laughs> and I think the weekend after that, we managed to scrape something together, but just barely. Like, yeah. It's just like, dude, the summer happens. Yeah. And really what we should have done is like... Banked some episodes, right? And been roll, a little roll more, them out. Yeah, I've been a little more professional, but you it's, know, that's what it's called weed and whiskey, though. Like, right? I, there's an implied level of like I casualness. Feel the same and, way, and that your and fans imagine, probably appreciate you living up to that. I hope so. I just imagine people being stoked uh, when they're like drunk or like smoking at home, and they're like, "Oh, I want to listen to that podcast." I like. Yeah, and like they've gone two weeks and they haven't seen something pop up, and then they look at it again. And they're like, "Oh shit, there's another episode." For me, Boom. the maximum reach of us would be like someone who's like, "Well, oh, fuck, I'm bored. What are those guys doing?" Yeah. Like, if if we could get that we, market, then we, we have, are hitting our. We goals. have a lot of listeners that fall asleep. To us. <laughs> yeah, I'm, or like, you know, like if you wanted to put it on while you're getting ready in the morning, sure, where you don't have to focus on it, but you can listen to it. Like, that would be awesome. Sit, but, like, the thought of someone sitting there at work. Just, like... And fucking, like, listening. getting through the whole thing. I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm, like, playing video games. Yeah? Like, if I'm playing, like, something online or something that's just, like, no story, I'll just right. listen to a, no, 100%. Shit, a, bunch, of, a bunch of podcasts. And, uh, what are you playing? Uh, Overwatch. Are you really? Yeah. How do you like it? It's cool. It's good. Like it's really re- refined and guys, grab polished. your seats. We're gonna talk about video games. For a <laughs> talk second. about video games. I'm glad I put a little extra whiskey in my drink. Me yeah. too. Just, you don't because you don't why play. Don't you, you don't play video games. Another round of drinks. I don't really even play. Yeah, I don't play video Casey games. Casey doesn't at all. play video games at all. I don't play games in any aspect of life. <laughs> <Sam>. <laughs> you like yeah. an Overwatch? Yeah. Um, Who, I, 
Go ahead. I have a bunch of friends that were playing it at at, at first, and it was like a, a lot of fun. Right, and now and you now don't. they're like. You know, when you get a new game, you, like, make a point to play it with friends, yeah. and now it's an older game, so we're not making the point. Fuck, it's only been out for a couple months. Well, it, it's just, like, I don't know. We quit making the point of, like, getting right. together and playing, so I'm playing a lot more by myself. So and it's just, cute. Yeah, oh, and no. that's where the podcasts come in. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Are you playing ranked? Um, I haven't reached level 25 yet. Okay. I fell off it for, like, a month because I was playing other stuff. There you go. Uh... Overwatch, for those of you that don't know, is the new uh, team-based first-person shooter from Blizzard. That it's basically they took the game they made that was going to replace World of Warcraft, right. and were like, "Oh, this won't make a good one of those games." So let's take all the assets and make something else out of it. And so it's like it's like a shooter, but there's like instead of classes, there's heroes. So there's like. A ton of little tweaks. So yeah, like characters with their own little individual powers and moves. Yeah, so like a fir- fucking first-person shooter fucked a MOBA. Yeah. Well, all video games are getting all these MOBA elements into I it now. Cause fucking mo- hate I don't it. know if you know this, Casey. MOBAs are very hot right now. MOBAs very are kind hot. of the big yeah, thing. MOBAs, MOBAs the top you wear with your yoga pants? Yeah, <laughs> that's a MOBA. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, very, a, lot sheer, a lot of sheer. A lot of sheer to I it. I fucking can't stand them either. I mean, there's certain ex- there's certain executions of the concept that I like. Right. Uh, and and I, can, I can respect League of Legends and Dota, but they're not for me. Yeah, they're not for me either. I don't like that over-the-shoulder, third-person, fixed... Like, oh, I'm going to play top, I'm going to play mid, or I'm, like... Play your class. And... Like, fuck that. I've been playing a lot of Counter-Strike recently. Okay. Because there's no classes. There's right. no... There is no advantage. Everyone has access to everything from the very beginning, and the only thing that makes you better is your personal skill and your ability to communicate with your teammates. That's why That's why I like Halo a lot. Like, Halo 3 was... Like probably my biggest online yeah. multiplayer game. Everyone's on the same level. Right. It's about map control, exactly stuff like that. And but I I, I and got I think, really into COD for a I while. I think Overwatch does a good job of that yeah. because you can change heroes so easily, and because there's hard counters to basically everyone. So like it's, yeah, it's not that it's not that there's any overpowered build in Overwatch. There's right. a direct counter to everything. So my my main problem with Overwatch is. It's kind. Of, it's pretty light on content for sixty bucks. It's yeah. sixty bucks on consoles. It's pretty light on content. Like the majority of the content is going in, went into making these characters. Yeah, these, these it's heroes. an online multiplayer yeah. game. It's not no first, no campaign, right? Right, no campaign. But the problem is, I don't want to play every hero. Okay. But that's my own problem, right? Like, no, it's not your own problem. Not every hero is going to be interesting. Right. So, but then you're paying sixty bucks and not even. If you have to pay more money for more heroes... They said they wouldn't do that. Then you're fucked. But since they said they wouldn't do that, then you're fine. Because eventually, you'll get ten heroes you like, and that's six bucks a hero. Well, I mean, I got like five heroes I like right now. Okay, boo. I mean, it's not great, but... No, I mean, I'm fine with it. One thing I would also say that you have that you don't know you have, but I hope you do, is that you have the most robust and forcefully, like, most, like radically enforced anti-cheat system going oh yeah like if you get caught cheating on the pc version of overwatch you have to you can't just reformat your computer you can't buy a new way you can't reformat your computer you can't like you have to like change the id of your processor like basically you have to buy a new computer so i'm on ps4 i'm not right so if you got but if you modded it and it got hacked and they noticed like that ps4 would be forever fucked like, yeah, they care that much. Whereas, like, I play Counter Strike, and you can get caught cheating, and you probably have to do it, like eight times before your account gets banned. Well, speaking of Counter Strike, have you been following the gambling stuff that's going Fuck on? The yeah, gun I skins. Have. This is ridiculous, Casey. Uh, I'm sorry, Casey. I think We're... you've talked about it before. Okay, so I have. It's dude. so ridiculous. They like the skins are worth money. And... Yeah, just the the co- the color of the guns. You can get. Buy yeah. different colors to put on your yeah, guns, and people yeah, sure people did. make them, and you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars if you make a skin a good skin that gets sold a lot. Oh, do you get a share of it if you make the? Skin? Yeah, if you make it, you can make money off of it. And there's no. pe- there's people that are making that, and then there's 
third-party websites where you can bet those skins. I remember those are all shut down now. Yeah, and uh, all these all these kids, it was yeah, like under, underage, underage were gambling these skins and losing thousands of dollars of gun skins. And at first it was on matches, but then that kind of got shut down, and it was literally just like they're playing roulette only with gun skins on the line instead of actual chips. Yeah, it was just it was just a way for them to get around gambling. With little kids. And I guess, like, a lot of uh, YouTubers at... Uh, Dude, so it ends up work, being, like, work, you said like, you played Call of Duty for a second. Mm-hmm. FaZe, the FaZe clan, owned one of the sites yeah. as a clan. Uh, T. Martin. Dude, that whole thing, like... It's just crazy to think that people got that fucking twisted on it. And, and I mean, I guess it's not... But what what astounded me were the people that were really that into gambling. Like, I get that people get addicted to gambling. That makes sense. I, you know, we've all seen those people who can't control their their fucking their like sports betting or their time at the blackjack table. But like, to think of it with like fucking like weird, esoteric, no actual value internet gun skins. Right. It's it's weird that if you like translated that to something to like a physical thing yeah. that kids would play with at some point. Yeah. It, it'd basically be like <laughs> plant down. Plant down. It's okay. Guys, everything's gonna be alright. It landed on top of the wine rack. I mean it's kinda of, <coughs> it's kinda of just like pogs, you know. It was. It was like pogs, except the difference was is that since it was online and it had this access to a lot bigger crowd, you idiot. There's like those dudes in Dubai that had like the hundred thousand dollar skin collection where they're spending yeah. thirty thousand. Like, okay, so to put it into perspective, at the peak before these things got shut down, at the peak of this all, if you got from the latest uh, Counter Strike major that just happened, if you got a souvenir case that had a factory new, which is like the best condition, yeah. Op, like which is the big sniper rifle Dragon Lord, which is the nicest skin. If you had a factory new Op Dragon Lord that was souvenir, it was worth twenty nine thousand dollars. Okay, just for, just for a virtual just, skin, for just a gun. for yeah, just yeah. for the color of your yeah, fake because you already had that gun. It's free in the game to have that gun, but then it's that skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the color on it. That's it's, the thing that I like about that. Right, yeah. It just reminds me of like when you think about baseball cards or like football cards. Right. How those. Oh, dude, it's totally no like that. Like you could buy one for like a quarter. There's a little. So it, it, it's we're putting the value on it as a society, right. and eventually there'll be no value to that because yeah. there'll be a new thing out that everyone puts the value on. Because like baseball cards are took such a huge dive from yeah, the '90s. Exactly, and now yeah. you have to have the cream of the crop baseball cards. Right, but like before the '90s, like if my dad had sold the collection, he built for me when I was a young kid in like 92 yeah I could have gone to college Dude, I, yeah I mean yeah. I think about that me and my dad got really into baseball cards and I grew up at the time where Alex Rodriguez was my favorite player Fuck yeah. and I had a huge A-Rod collection <laughs> Ooh, I have some A-Rod and rookies. I wish I sold it before the steroid scandal Immediately. I, I didn't even think about it it was like in my parents basement never even thought about it and then like a year ago I was like oh dude I have like yeah, I have like so much A Rod shit in that container, just like signed cards, pieces of bats, jerseys. I got a bunch of Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards. Yeah. I got a bunch of Sammy Sosa, McGuire, Barry Bonds rookie. All those slugger dudes. Before the Griffey, steroid. Griffey might still be worth something because he never got. Caught. Griffey's worth something to collectors, but he's right. not worth as much in the general like. Well, the other problem is the the general interest just died down tremendously, like around early two thousands. Have you heard about? what they're doing right now with at tops to try to re-spark interest i really love this this is a this is a, a really great example of a an older business where someone who had some vision right was like oh we could we could make this work let's do that so now what they'll do is they'll look at the top plays from a week they'll pick the best photo they have and then they'll make a card that's available for only one week and they only pick one play per week and that card's only available for that one week. Man, that's like... Like... You'd have to have some major, like, distribution going on. You order it online. 
Uh, you order it online. So you go, it's like 10 bucks or something for the sounds card? Sounds a lot like comic books where they yeah. send a certain, certain amount to run. Right, no, they don't, they don't, they don't distribute those at all. Right. You have to order those. But, you know, like... I just don't see that getting anyone into baseball cards that isn't already super deep into baseball cards, though. Um, little kids love it. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, they don't like anything that even reeks of being old anymore. It's like... And you're ordering it on the internet. So yeah, and like I, cool. I don't want to like sound all pretentious and old guy, but like, you know, our cultural reverence for the past and for old things has been fucking nose diving my entire life, and before that too. We really love youth. We're into what is new and fresh and hot. And if we were into what was mm, old, I think cool, it's like fifty fifty. Of course, you do. Of course, <laughs> you think that. <laughs> Guy over here who took dance lessons. No, there's like the. <laughs> I think it's like half the people are what you say, where they're like into the newest thing, and then there's definitely like maybe it's a smaller market, but there's a, little a big market of people that want like old shit. That's why. Well, I think it's like I think when you're younger, you want to like what's new. Just because it feels like it's a part of your generation <coughs> and it gives you that attachment to yeah, it. That's but a good but point. then once you get older and deeper into your interests, you're gonna start getting into the older versions of that because you're so deep into right, whatever you yeah. are that you wanna see the history of it. So I think it's just like a age thing where when you're younger you or you can go the opposite way, like like me when in junior high, all I listened to was classic rock and I just yeah. I was like I was like, fuck all modern music. <laughs> That's and, so awesome, dude. And then Fallout Boy came along and I was like, Okay, modern music's yeah, not that yeah, bad. Yeah. Fallout Boy. Fallout it's always Fallout. Dude, people Boy. talk shit about Fallout Boy, but people they they had two fast. they had two really good albums. <laughs> Are they the best musicians ever? No. No. But was it totally good for its time and place? Absolutely. Well, they're doing interesting stuff with their instruments, and then they wrote catchy lyrics. And then, like, I stopped listening after the... Right. I get it. You caught yeah. on before it was cool. A little bit. Okay. That, that's, it was, like, right before... That's it. even the worst. That's right? worse, almost, in a way, than catching on way at the beginning. Right. Because <laughs> at least when you catch on way at the beginning, you see the whole arc, right? Right, yeah. But when you... Like, this, that's what happened to me with Blink-182. I caught uh -oh. on right, literally, like, a month before Anima of the State dropped. Oh, and... And I was listening to Dude Ranch, and I was like, who the... And, and fucking Cheshire Cat. And I was yeah. like, who the fuck are these dudes? That's awesome. <laughs> and then Anima of the State drops, and it was great. And then all that, it just kind of... And then they became like, the most popular band in the world like, at that uh, time. <laughs> but, like, whereas, you know, like, if you catch them from the beginning, you're like, these dudes are fucking great. Oh, their next album's just as... Fuck, they're gonna yeah. get big soon. I better just fucking gird my expectations now for them to get popular. I think what killed Blink-182 for me was we had an offensive line coach... It was a dude. You can tell Casey and I grew up way different. He was a dude that uh, he worked on a, a, la a boat, fishing boat in Alaska, became oh. a skipper yes. for like a couple of years, and then just like sold his steak and was a millionaire and just like hung out. Somehow he knew our our head football coach. It's fine. I'm gonna go grab my beer once I'm done with this. And then he, uh, all he did was like hang out at the school, and then he like sort of. Coached at football. Dude, that guy was probably banging a lot of high school yeah. chicks. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, this dude was like this gross. Big, just this big, huge, fat dude. Oh, he was banging like, though. He'd walk in. He'd walk in. Oh, dude. Girls will look past a lot of things to make if it makes them feel more mature. I don't know. This guy was like pretty gross, but because you. He'd walk into the locker room for, like, PE class, and he'd be sleeping on the coach's couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nursing a hangover. But you're damn right. <laughs> but we were, all, we're all hanging out, in the, like, for weight training class, and he comes in, and he's like, Hey, did you guys see that band Blink-182? <laughs> 182. <laughs> and then... That's when it ended. <laughs> That's senior, when it ended. I senior of high school or something. Their new album. They're like great. They got great stuff. Their new album. Like, oh, oh, well, fuck. If some old dude got great stuff. <laughs> their newest album is Tits. Is it? I haven't listened to it It yet, is, right? honestly. What I've heard is it's, really good. And isn't I, it a different drummer? No, no, it's a different so, singer. It's okay. Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio. Okay. It's a different guitarist. He sings a little bit, too, and it doesn't. He does he? sing a he, little bit. He's replacing Tom... Tom DeLonge, DeLong, which is great, because I love Tom DeLonge. I mean, 
thank you for creating all those songs that I loved. And now that you have the money that you need to go chase aliens and further and that cause. songs <laughs> about aliens. He literally won't do it. He, he was not able to be a part of the new band because of his obsession with aliens. Sure. Well, I, I don't know. Like I, under, like, I understand wanting to mature and move away from, like, your early stuff. Right. But to me, it seems like Tom was just, like, so not into singing those songs anymore. That's fine. And, and it's it, like, right. yeah, that's fine. So it's just like, so it's just like, just say so, that and just right. don't sing them, you know, right. and let the other band band right. members sing them. I don't know. I, I wasn't that into uh, the, their more their more emo stuff. The previous uh, album, the one right before na- this, neighborhoods was it? Oh shit! There was one before this that I don't even remember. And then there was <laughs> one even before that with like feeling the, this. Yeah. Those two albums I wasn't into. Right. The Feeling This album is where I was like, because I was such a huge fan, and when that album came out, I was like, I'm done with this. I'm out. I'm fucking over this. But we have really derailed. I have oh, no, a- dude. I'll talk pop punk all day, though. Will you really? I love dude, pop punk I as love well. punk and pop punk. You know, like the Tony yes. Hawk game soundtracks. Oh, my God. Yes, and like, dude. Like, there was this jet skiing game I had on a PlayStation demo oh, I disc. I remember it. And it had, like... Blink-182, Girl at the Rock Show on it, and I just play it over and over just that to hear that song. That song is fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> or, that like, song. Matt Hoff, or Dave Muir's BMX had, like, a Sum 41 song on it, and it was like, this is so good. Dude, I love Sum 41 as well. I, I was really bummed out to see what happened to that dude, the lead singer, as he lost his battle to alcoholism. Did he die? I, I think he's clean now. I thought he I saw him is, not look so disgusting. I think he is clean now, but, like... It fucking cost him. And you know what, though? Here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. Silver linings in all things, right? Look to the sun. Keep your fucking nose up. Because here's a dude... I don't think you want to look at the sun. Fucking listen to me when don't I say this. Don't look straight into the sun. Right. Now. Look at the sun. <laughs> Not in the sun. Look past it. Right. Look yeah. generally at the sun. <laughs> the dude, whatever his name was, that was the lead singer of, Blink, or of uh, Sun 41... He, before he fucking fully got crazy opt out, he had married Avril Lavigne. Right. Right? And as some sort of weird mixed blessing from our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, his alcoholism drove Avril Lavigne into the arms of oh. Chad Kroger from Nickelback. from Nickelback, the frontman for Nickelback. Nickelback's pretty punk, dude. So you can't tell me alcoholism has never done a positive thing for anyone. <laughs> Because here's the silver lining. That dude isn't fucking married to Avril Lavigne anymore. Oh, so this whole rant is about how you don't want to be married to Avril Lavigne. Absolutely not. I think it's the worst thing you can do for your health. Would you you date her? No. Oh. You'd let her her touch you, though. What if she found you on Tinder? If Avril Lavigne wants to come to me and initiate sex, (laughs) as most women, I will not say no. (laughs) Just a general rule of thumb. It's a pretty basic rule of thumb. If you're gonna, if you're just gonna throw it at me, I'm probably gonna catch it. Hmm. Just because I'd rather catch it than see it hit the floor. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want it to hit the floor. I think you'd get a lot of street credit if you turned down Avril Lavigne. Yeah, I'm sure I could say that all day. Still trying to picture what she looks like. You don't know what Avril Lavigne looks like. I think she got. Does that surprise you? Yeah. And that song. Girlfriend came out. I thought she was pretty attractive. She was. That. She's only. She hasn't aged, like she's physically. Still got that pixie face. Yeah, she still looks like a wood nymph. And yeah. I think I could still get her to put like a streak of pink in her hair. <laughs> I'm sure. Which to me, that every is now and then boy. it'll change to like neon blue. Mm. Mm. Oh, the boy's alive. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, or that platinum purple. I really like that platinum purple. I am not into the cotton candy hair colors with. Really? And, like, they always do it when, like, they go through something and they're just like... Yeah, that's how you know. (laughs) That's how you know. It's like in nature. When you see bright red, you're like, that's poisonous. But on a woman, when you see bright, like, fire in your red hair, you're like, that chick's down to party. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it's just like, it's like, look how fun I am. It's like, no, you just dyed your hair. You're still a bitch. Or you're still right. Broken Everyone's hearted. a bitch, but she's trying to be fun right now, Sam. You gotta look past what they really are. I mean, if you get hung up on what people really are in their cores, you're so young for that. I mean, like, God, at least wait till your forties to get that better. Like, <laughs> they're trying to make a, they're trying to make a one eighty. Yeah, man, embrace and it. Maybe you can be the guy. That's a pretty. 
you're calling dyeing your hair trying to make a 180? Trying to make a 180. Okay, it can you can try it, yeah. It can be. Maybe you should pick up. You should, you should take that broken wing. <laughs> teach them yeah. to fly again. I'm like... Is, is this a Nickelback song? Uh, I wish. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I didn't do a good job with it either. So let me ask you this about Nickelback. Okay. I am so tired of the shitty internet meme of them being the worst band ever. Like They are the worst band ever. But it's just like easy, hacky internet jokes. Right. It, and I'm just tired of hearing it because it's like... Here's the thing about stereotypes. They shouldn't have they named They developed out of a fucking sense of truth. Like, there's a, there's, a, there's a core truth to the fucking stereotype that Nickelback is the worst band ever. When you put the line... I don't know. Like a paperback novel in a rock song, you are officially the worst band, <laughs> rock band. No, what you're makes the equivalent that... of like a paperback novel at a, the problem... at a supermarket? Yeah, so yeah, that's the only rhyme you could think of, dude. There, and you know what the problem is? Like, one of the bummers of it all is that, like, way back in the day when MTV Cribs was a thing. Oh, I love um, Cribs. Right? They uh, went to Chad Kroger's house. Yeah. Up in Vancouver, BC, or just outside of it, and they talked to him, and you know what? He seems like a fucking cool dude. Yeah. He's clearly a stoner. Yeah. He's got a big track and a bunch of motorcycles for everyone to ride out there. Like, he's got a bunch, like, a studio in his basement and tons of weed for yeah. sure. It's like, My that's own, a dude that they're I probably would for all sure s- hang out with. They're probably all super stoked that they even made it. And yeah. That's the, that's the whole thing when people talk shit about anyone who's done anything where they, like, get kind of famous and make a lot of money mm-hmm. is they call them sellouts or whatever they Packs. call them but it's like yeah. it's like dude every single person in the world would ride that wave if it not, was presented yeah. to them yeah most, okay not every single yeah. no but, but yeah no, yeah, anyone who's talking shit about a band right for no reason would ride the same well, and wave the, and I the, think the, the, I think people maybe didn't pay enough attention to in behind the music is that that wave is a subtle wave like, oh yeah, no can, one catches you up being like, "Hey, you're a fucking piece of shit, and you make shitty music, but I want to give you a million dollars. Will you do it?" <laughs> They're like, "Hey, man, we think you that got latest some. album. That's fucking good, dude. And I have my friend; he's a producer at EMI. Like, right? It's all so honest and sincere, and then it just gets shitty and weird because it's there's only like I think to be honest, I think there's only so big you can get as a rock band." and have credibility unless you're like a transcendent band yeah or you right. have to you have to like really make make very thoughtful gotta, thoughtful yeah. moves right like you know there's bands like like okay. Arcade Fire that's a great you know they're, great they're pretty phrasing. they're pretty big thoughtful ba- moves yeah they're a pretty big world renowned band and they've been Grammy nominated and I don't think anyone's gonna call them a sellout I would cause I fucking hate that band Jesus oh, Christ I don't mind them that new album I wasn't in Reflector or whatever <laughs> Band of Horses The Arcade Fire all that fucking whiny hipster horse crap dude fuck Band Jesus. of Horses minus the I, bear <laughs> minus oh, the bear Jesus Band of Horses anyone whose last name is Gibbard that makes music Gibbard <laughs> All the Volado brothers and their music, Rocky and Sonny. I don't know who that is. <laughs> well, I, I saw a Band I of Horses. Think, Rocky, Bright Eyes. I love Volado Bright Eyes. Are you kidding? As... Bright Eyes is so great. Connor Obers is so great. No. Yes, dude. He's no. such a great songwriter. Yeah, if you call weird stream of consciousness over like whining stream of consciousness. Not over... all his songs are like that. Yeah, not all of them. I'm a huge Bright Eyes fan. I know you Huge are. Oberst fan. I'm sure you are. I'm not a huge Band of Horses fan, but you know what I really liked? I was at Sasquatch Festival one year, and they played, and I started frying on mushrooms when they came on, I would, and I, it was pretty awesome. I, I would concede that yeah. point before you began to make it. Yeah. Seeing any band live is a whole other fucking ballgame, and I, I, would, I would think there should be two classifications for how you judge bands. Sure. Because studio albums and what you see live are huge... You know, like to the point where, like, I don't like I don't like the Foo Fighters music that much, but they're amazing live. I've seen them live twice, and they are they amazing. Yeah, amazing. And that's like a big problem I have with pop punk and shit. Was that like, don't record a fucking album you can't play live. Sure. Don't put parts on the album that when I go to see <laughs> the songs live, yeah. there's a dude I don't know, or it's just fucking missing. 
and like what the fuck is that shit dude like, yeah wow this has been a fucking powerful podcast a rant. <laughs> we have covered some ground I still have one thing I wanted to talk about uh-oh. with Sam uh oh not like that <laughs> Sam how long have you been doing comedy like four years but I took some breaks I started when I, I'm 24 I started when I was 20 okay where did you start Uncle D's. Did you? Yeah. Me and my Didn't you fr- move up from Portland? Didn't you do a little down there? Uh, no. no, I went. I started here, and then I moved to Portland, uh, okay. and then I moved That's back. Right. Yeah. Okay, because I want to start to try to talk, at least with the comics, a little more about comedy. comedy. Uh, I mean, like, not that... I mean, huge disclaimers. You know what I mean? Like, there's less than 20 years of total experience at the table. So we're not... There, yeah. So we're not trying to, like... Yeah. No one's trying to claim we're experts but like sure it's just always intriguing to see what people's route is right to do this because you've done out-of-town gigs right yeah a little bit right i mean just you you've done it at all yeah you've been paid to do comedy yeah right you know so you're you're you've joined at least the middle echelon like you know i mean i'm not trying to like the, be dismissive the am like, the amateur right well, like in town you're a consistently funny person. It's not like when you walk on stage, people are like, "Oh, great." There's an expectation Sam for Shadovich. you amongst the comics. Yeah. Oh, well, that okay? Yeah, you know I, I mean? yeah, I understand that. But like, yeah. no one, no one expects Sam Vidovich to go up any horse dick six days in a row. <laughs> Everybody gets a couple, you know. Like well, you're working on a that's thing. not a that's not a very diet six days in a row. <laughs> right, horse I day. agree. That's not a very diet. Yeah, be calcium deficient. So you started four years ago at Uncle D's. And how did you hear about it? So, like, I never thought of comedy as something you could do. Right. And then I, my dad got me into podcasts, and I heard about just, like... Which you just, ones, if I may? Uh, WTF with Mark okay. Maron was the first one I listened to, and that's the main one. Right. Uh, Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Yeah, yeah. And um, I just heard them talking about open mics, and I was like, oh, you just find a place to go and do it. And I just Googled Spokane you know, comedy and Uncle D's was the only thing that popped up. <laughs> and uh, Back in the I had a friend day. that It's po- amazing that it did, really. Right. Yeah, I agree, yeah. given their online presence. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Zero. And so, and then like a couple days later, I saw a friend post on Facebook saying he wanted to try it. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go do it. You should go with yeah. me. We were both 20. We go there, sign up. Mm-hmm. They don't ID us. Of course. Which was awesome. Oh. And uh, can, you, can I pause you and you'll remember your thoughts, or do you have to keep going? No, go ahead. Big note for all underage comics from Hans Kim, who started when he was 18. If you just go and sign up on the list and don't ask for a drink, you probably won't get carded. But if you go and ask if you can be there, right, or what the protocol is for you to be there, you will be carded and you'll be escorted out. Just walk up, Just sign walk the list up, like you're supposed up, to be and there. Sit down, yeah, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. So, anyways, me and my friend went there. First set I ever did was just me telling the story of losing my virginity, yeah. and I felt like it went pretty well. Fuck yeah. yeah! Like I just remember looking at this one guy like holding his head, laughing. I was like, okay, that's pr- that's probably good. And the very next time I went, I just ate shit, just right. ate my dick. <laughs> yeah. Just total vacuum silence Dude, in that's the room. The best. And, uh, yeah, so I felt like I had, like, a really good start where it was, like, the yeah. two peaks of it right, right you, there. Yeah, right. And then eventually they ID'd me, <coughs> and I was like, oh, I forgot my license down in my car. I'll be right back. Yeah. Leave. And then I turned and then, 21, like, three months later, though. you moved to Portland. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my ID, it's in Portland. I'll be right back. <laughs> no, I, I did it for probably, like, five well, no, because I turned 21, and then I moved to Portland, like, probably two or three months later. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, I moved, you know, just because I wanted to be in a bigger area. Yeah. And um, it was... I don't think Portland helped me with comedy at all. I I, I, I moved there way too early. I agree. And I and only... I don't agree that it didn't help you. That's not what I mean, but I agree right. with the big city not helping. I also yeah. moved somewhere... I moved to Seattle when I wasn't ready, mm-hmm. and maybe not so much comedically, but like financially and like, sure, like sure. handling my shit wise. To where like I wasn't there was so much more comedy in Seattle, but I wasn't able to get to it. Yeah, because I was so nervous about money and like. I had a lot of that in Portland too, where it was just like, like oh, I could go. I, out. I'm working a lot just to 
right. stay afloat. Right. And then, so you're so and stressed out from having to work that much just to stay afloat that right. you're like, okay, well, I'm also going to go out five nights a week and do ten sets. Yeah, so you're working, like, a lot of people work two jobs in both those cities. Right. Seattle and Portland. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you're you don't have any time to write. I mean, you have, you can write on the job and shit. If you've got but, the right job. But it's yeah. like, unless you're making a decent wage, or you're willing to put yourself in a, a small degree of squalor, mm-hmm. how do you do it in a big city like that? Right. So the thing that I think really hurt me with Portland is uh, I moved there before I knew my comedic voice whatsoever. Sure. I had no idea what I wanted to do on stage. Right. And that's a very... Uh, liberal and pc city and you you can't i felt like i couldn't like experiment and try and find what i wanted to do because i wasn't gonna get put on shows or let into the right circles if my voice didn't conform to what that city wants to sound like a certain point especially at open mics yeah because you need to give you the benefit of the doubt that you're not a total douchebag if you're like if you're trying to push the boundary yeah there's a lot of people that won't let you experiment Right. It's just like figure out where that where the line is. Yeah, or it's just like I don't know how to talk about this on stage in a way that like makes me sound not like sexist right now. But I'm not sexist, and eventually this thought I'm gonna learn how to like tone it, calm it down. Have sexist thoughts. Yeah. Well, and also over there it's just like buzzwords. It's like oh, "Oh, I'm mad at a girl right now, and if I talk about this on stage, I'm just mad at all women. Right. And it's like no, that's not it at all. Yeah. No, I agree. It's 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 not that it's necessarily a bad place to learn. It's just that there's an aesthetic over there. So, I felt like one of the best things that happened to me, comedy-wise, was losing my job in Portland, running out of money, and moving back here. Because Spokane, you get more stage time, it's a smaller scene, and um, you can kind of move up the, the rungs quicker. Well, and I think and, the, the venues 100%. are more diverse here. Yeah, definitely. You, get, you can find a crowd that's like going to Portland... You can find a crowd that's like being in. But well, you can book for middle of America. Yeah, like you can find those. Most of the open mics have like all have a different feel and a different like group of people that are going to watch. Right. Yeah. I mean, Portland's an awesome city. I liked oh, it a dude, lot, but great. I had my problems. Yeah. Like I say, I grew up in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Right. And I say Coeur d'Alene taught me how to hate conservatives. Portland taught me how to hate liberals. I could see that. I could yeah. see that, dude. I mean. There's a, you know, if you're on the opposite ends, if you're on the pole of either side, you yeah, know, yeah, exactly. There's like an agenda, and just an annoyance, and just just, the, just a, a blind. Both groups, there are people. There are people in both groups that don't have a sense of humor about themselves. Oh, yeah, hundred percent, dude. And that's usually, that's like, or, that's the base of yeah. like most of those problems. So you move basically from one polar opposite to another. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that's hard to imagine. Like, Seattle, I thought, was very liberal, but from what I've heard in conversations about Portland comedy versus even Seattle comedy, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, oh, well, fuck, I'm glad I didn't Well, I think Portland. Seattle's just more diverse. There's more different types of people there, so that's just going to make it a little less... I will tell you one Portland's thing, Portland's very white. Very white. One thing I did notice about mm-hmm. Seattle, which was, was this, was that if you got out of the metro core into any of the regular like traditional open mics like a music one and you just made friends with the guy and were like hey can I get a spot right if you could get into those rooms and have a chance to do 10 minutes or even 15 like it was easy to crush Mm. like I I I had a a set at Daryl's in Shoreline that I just it's like one of my favorite sets I've ever had it was Mm -hmm. so fucking good dude and and you know, but it's, how do you know about that? How do you have time to get to it? You know, because it's like, that's the beauty of Spokane, right? Like, yeah. As long as you, even if you live in the valley, even if you live... I'm in, Liber- I'm in Liberty Lake, so... Okay, so you live as far away as you can, basically. And mm-hmm. Do you ever have to drive more than half an hour? No. Mm-hmm. Everything's right. 20 minutes. Right, and that's just, that's hard to beat. And there's not as many open mics tonight. Like, I agree, there's, in those bigger cities, there's like more but there's 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 a need for them in those bigger cities because there's so many more comics oh 100 percent. like 
at a certain point, there's just gonna if you have an open night mic every week or a couple two nighters a week here in Spokane, it's just oversaturation because there's just not enough comedians. Yeah, to, that's been that's been my only concern about doing the stand up showdown. Uh huh. Is how do you get enough people to show that's up? A motive. Every time somebody comes up to you and they say they're gonna that they want to try doing stand up, you just gotta be like just. I do. Just now up. now I feel like... There's a lot of new people that have like come out of the... I feel like an army recruiter. I do. I feel it like, is like... Or like a, like a proselytizer. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like... I'll, or, oh, this is the best. This is honestly what... It feels the most like recruiting for the fraternity. Because yeah. there's Rush, yeah. right? And all the guys, the young freshmen come and you see who wants to join your fraternity. Right. But we had like the nerdiest, weirdest one so very few of those dudes ever did <laughs> so we just have to go and meet people at parties and be like hey we seem to have fun hanging out i i dropped out of junior college so everything i know about fraternities is like from animal house well then and you then know American enough Pie. you know enough dude like <laughs> if i had seen animal house and revenge of the nerds before i joined the fraternity you didn't see those before you went to college no <laughs> i'm so pissed why i don't know <laughs> I, I I didn't like the eighties when I was younger. I don't think Animal House is that funny. For some reason that up. doesn't it's, surprise me. Yeah, right. Just, I did not like the eighties when I was of younger. All the things you don't like, I don't know how I didn't nail it down that you. I don't like, like the eighties. I, I think like the eighties is the worst now. decade in so many ways. It is. The thing it about is the eighties is that it's the worst. Yeah. That's okay. the best part. That's about the it. best part about it, and that's the thing you have to realize is like that's what's good about the eighties is that that's okay. The worst I get decade. it, but I just don't like the people that have the genuine love for the eighties. Like it was this awesome time. Well, right. No one likes right. those people because they're douchebags. Yeah, because they're pieces of garbage. Yeah, because they're seriously they're they are human yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, really, right. Literally, this election is a is a, a fucking battle between the fifties and the sixties. Basically, yeah. You know, it's like, are you a fifties person when it was all white bread America? We had just destroyed the world with the atomic bomb and a major war, so of course we and had the only dominant history. Respect us. Yeah. <laughs> or. Are you a person in the 60s that's like, hey, have you heard about drugs and being free and, like, cool shit? Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. Far so, out, man. Far out, man. <laughs> and I, I hope we lose some listeners for that. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, I don't care who you vote for. Don't vote for fucking Donald Trump. Okay? Yeah. Vote for sandwich. Write the word <laughs> sandwich in. I don't care. I give... would vote for, for Right. <laughs> uh, what kind of sandwich? Uh, fucking... Mm. Yeah. French dip. That is what Dan made at the beginning of the podcast. The French dip. Dude, nothing wrong. I'm a lover of. I like turkey bacon. Turkey and bacon. Nothing wrong with. Have you ever made your own bacon? Like what? Cured it and everything? Yeah. No. Ooh. Ooh. So here, here is the best thing about actually living in Portland was I have an aunt and uncle there. Okay. And so okay, I was able. Stop you for one second. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just, please, gotta talk about his bacon. I... Hold on. Can I, I stop a, you for one second? I'm a huge lover of the classic Italian sandwich. Which is, what is the classic? It's basically three different kinds of cured meat. Oh, yeah. Like Ham, mozzarella, salami. and cheese. Maybe there's olives and peppers on it. Salami, prosciutto, yeah. and prosciutto, capicola. Yeah. And then just like a shitload of oil and vinegar. Yeah. And yeah, that's a good. Lettuce, yeah. Some, maybe some pepperoncini. Maybe lettuce. Yeah. Fuck, you need some lettuce. Have a salad on the side. You need yeah. some <laughs> lettuce to get through the shoot. Yeah. Have, eat a salad on the side. <laughs> I don't know. I worked at a subway for like four years. Oh, so. bummer. No, it was the best job I ever had. Okay, I empathize with that statement because the best job I've ever had realistically was when I worked at Denny's. Right? Yeah, as a server at the Pullman Denny's. I would work 9 to 4, 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. I feel like... You talk about this job so much, I feel like you're just going to go down there and retire. <laughs> I have thought about retiring the Pullman. Because what does it fucking take to live work, in Pullman? Work three days a week at Denny's and then you got Denny's the is closed down there. Oh. That, well, that closed. Those people, well, managed to, those people managed to ruin a business that made $12 million in 10 years gross. <laughs> okay, they managed to somehow close that business. I could go back down there and start up Lenny's. Lenny's, yeah. Or Benny's or Kenny's. Or Spenny's. Or how about how about like there's Bennigans do Denny's again, Den Denigans or something. I don't know. I could L- lame, like, lame restaurant. Well, that's how the Onion started. It was like uh, the paper. No, the restaurant. Yes, the paper. 
the onion in Spokane. The rest yeah. Have like, they ever done a physical copy of the onion? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah? I think they would have had to. Because it started in, like... Have you never read uh, Modern Drunkard? Have you never read Modern Drunkard? No. Really? I don't know what that is. You don't know about Modern Drunkard? Dan, no. have you ever read Modern Drunkard? Never heard of it. It's I a, know of it. It's, it's, a, it's about a, you. It's a quarterly publication that's concerned with how to be an efficient drunk. <laughs> it's where I learned that if you're going to be a workplace drinker, you have two choices. Vodka or yeah. peppermint schnapps. Yeah. Oh. Because vodka goes in things that keep your breath smelling good. And peppermint schnapps. This, keeps this, this is like mouthwash. Yeah, it's just like oh, but the thing gum. is about alcohol is that it makes your mouth smell bad. Or like alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. So you need something you more fragrant. Or you get a job at Subway and then you can just drink beers in the back. Yeah, I mean, if I worked at Subway again, fucking drinking beers. Drinking beers. All day. All, All day. day. Slinging sandwiches. Drinking beers. There's nothing wrong with sandwiches. Shit, we should talk about weed for a second. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was the second and a half. Yeah. I rolled a joint. Damn I'm stoner. the person uh, I'd like to it. give Sam a little bit of uh, uh, like an applause. Oh. Uh, because as a guest... Are you going to applaud him? <laughs> no, let's say Implied. Implied oh, applause. Okay, yeah. He showed up 15 minutes early. He was on... He does was, not happen. Like, no, like, I mean... We get on time to five minutes yeah. late. Like, yeah, Josh, Josh and I don't show up on time. So it's Casey funny is rarely here. here on time. I'm only here. And I live here. Yeah, I'm only here on time because my mom was chronically late, and so I have an issue about being mm. on time. I'm See, like, my dad was the type of person that we're gonna get there 15 minutes early, and, and now stuck? I, yeah, and now I get an anxiety if I feel like I'm gonna be late. I think that's why I'm. That is the best impulse. Yeah. I think that's why I'm chronically late. Because my parents were like, we have to plan and we uh, need to be there at least 15 minutes before. Because who knows? Who knows? Things could start early. <laughs> well, look, start look, early. look, 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 look. <laughs> early is on what if time. What start without me? Early is on yeah, time. No, hey, hey, thing. can you quit doing dishes for I, two seconds? Like I, my birthday party. <laughs> Sam, my birthday party. I had to tell my parents that it started an hour later. Just so Then it actually did So that they would show up When people were getting here And not just have my parents Sitting on the deck At five For an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of I didn't see your parents there, Big shout know. out to Casey That's because I got them Two stone <laughs> I think they did get A contact tie Which by the way That doesn't make sense When you think about Like Volume And physics There's no way That that much weed smoke In the volume of thinking, All that air I'm thinking of the volume of my mom's physique, which is probably around 95 or 105 mm-hmm. pounds. Okay. And the amount of smoke that you blow out when you're smoking <laughs> a joint. Which is like the regular amount. It's got to be an algorithm. And the fact that you're blowing it right into her face. I was not. I was not. <laughs> he was standing behind her and they were in like chairs below him. But it smoke wafted, rises. But here's, no, this First is of all, thing. smoke rises. No, here's the, I was standing across the... I didn't step I in. know you could smell it. No, it's wafted over to me. Oh, my goodness. And then I looked at my parents. There's no way. There's no way. That, I mean, like... Can't they you got, just let it be a funny story? And uh, Yeah, but I feel like I'm being attacked. <laughs> why, why? Because that's I like... I told you exactly what happened. Like, it's I was less like, weed than goes in my cat's ear when I occasionally get my mom is a cat. <laughs> I'm aware. I am aware. A very small cat. Jesus Lord. <laughs> Sam, do you have any gigs coming up that you'd like to talk about? Or gigs. Or anything at all you want to talk about? No, the only real thing that I would want to promote is in October. We don't have a set date yet. That's great. But We're you'll, doing... come on, you'll come on again probably and promote it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's I would, cool. I would hope for that. Yeah. yeah, the real comedy edition stuff we do at the Bing. Yes. Great. That's about it that I can think of right now. I lost. I lost the drinking debate last week. That'll be a Halloween. That's okay. That's not exactly your fault. Promote that. Yeah. No. Do you have any social media? I mean, how can people acquire Sam Vidovich? At Sam Vidovich on Twitter. So try and figure out how to spell my last name. It's gonna be spelled in the episode name. Okay. Well, there you go. At Sam. It's either a T or a D. It's no T. Or neither. (laughs) No, there's a D. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking in the ch. Yeah. 
You can try and send me a Facebook request. I don't know. <laughs> what? You know, See, like... a bit of bitch. Vitch rabs and bitch. No, bitch. Like B-I-D-C like no, or B-I-T-C. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no. Yeah. All right. <laughs> At Sam Vitovich yeah. on Twitter. I'm on Facebook, but... You don't have a Twitter? No, I have a Twitter. And it's... At Sam Vitovich. Right. <laughs> and your Tinder account is... Yeah, I haven't re-downloaded that yet. You okay. should. It's I, hilarious. Yeah. I know. <laughs> There's I nothing better to do with your time while you're pooping. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying. Case, to, I'm actually you, trying to oh. stay off the phone so much when I'm pooping. I feel like I'm sitting on the toilet too long. You shouldn't sit on the, the toilet phone. too long, and that's bad for your body. Just Reddit, like Reddit on the toilet. Oh yeah, that's like, the worst. I'm pretty sure that's do gonna, it. It's gonna give me. Leave your phone out of the toilet. It's gonna. It's the hardest thing you can do in life is to not have your phone now just don't do anything because the longer you're on the toilet in the american like seated position yeah. the higher your chance of the hemorrhoid yeah hemorrhoid this is and what you should do sit when you feel like you have to poop sit in your room or your like in your bedroom or your living room and just shit your hands no for half an hour go, <laughs> go through tinder and reddit until like until until you're there's no stopping it <laughs> and then just go in Three minutes or less, you're done. You go right back to Tinder or Reddit or whatever you were looking at. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, send them to us at weedandwhiskeyspokane at gmail.com. Good job. Casey? Was weed and whiskey already taken without yeah. the Spokane? No. But oh. it is our. it was on Instagram oh. and it was on Twitter. But weed and whiskey Spokane is too long for Twitter, but that's our Instagram. Our Twitter is Weed and Whiskey One because there's some weird chick from New Jersey who has yeah. Weed and Whiskey, and she hasn't tweeted since 2013. And people keep telling us to get our shit together. Those, like, trust me, we've got our shit as together as a stoner and a drunk can have it. Okay, trust me, we are working on this shit night and day. Well, I mean, a couple nights and a couple. We days. talk about it, at night and we forget it the next as day. As you're getting yeah. stoned and, and then drunk. we talk about it. Right, again. we talk about it a lot. I understand. I understand. Casey, what you got? Uh, the only thing I have to promote right now is Gaffy Yourself every Thursday. I know that bands have played and it's been canceled, <laughs> but those bands were booked before we switched to every week. So now it'll be weekly Book. every Thursday at 10 p.m. at Needle Burrito. Hey, Lamont. Love it. Love that. And then Mike, that just be my friend on Facebook. I've tweeted a little bit, but it's at, summertime, so I don't At have Casey time. underscore strain. Yeah. Thank you. He's also on Instagram. And barely. You know, it's really easy. <laughs> you look like you got a smartphone last week. Like you look you seem like that person. Four years ago. <laughs> I know. The problem is that my smartphone doesn't have a good camera. How about get and a so- real phone? Okay? <laughs> Save up and get a real phone. Yeah, dude. No, I'm due for an upgrade, like with zero money. Cool. How about go turn it in? Because yeah. when do you, you want to do... go talk to the guys of Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Help them. Help no problem. It's because they're pain in my ass. <laughs> the only pain in your ass is the hemorrhoids. I'm sitting on the can too long trying to I take got... a photo with your <laughs> shit yeah. phone. I'm trying to take a photo of my hemorrhoid. Vicious <laughs> cycle. Uh, also, in case anyone was wondering, we're drinking Evan Williams. Kentucky straight bourbon with lemonade and ginger beer as a mix. We've done that a million times. It hardly bears talking about. Not the lemonade ginger beer mix. Yes, we have. No, you're right. Only eight times of the yeah. lemonade ginger beer. So there might be someone new out there. Okay, cool, cool. But There's someone new out there saying, "Why are you guys I, having so much fun arguing <laughs> with each other about nothing?" <laughs> it's because we've drank quite a bit of whiskey. Yeah, we have. Ooh. Oh, yeah, don't top it off when you make it with more whiskey. No, I did that, and it was fine at first, but now so, it's catching up with now me. it's pretty annoying. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> we're trying to wrap this shit up. Yeah. Um, Josh, what you got? I have the similar nothing, except for... Summertime. Every, yeah, it's summer. Yeah. Except for every Tuesday at the observatory is stand-up showdown. What's... I haven't... You've done one of those, right? We've so, had one. We've had five comics plus Casey. And the only reason I say plus <laughs> Casey is because he was only there for half time. Okay. Yeah, so I, I wasn't there. What, what's the story with this show? What so is it? So how the show works is we get suggestions from the audience. And then it's a 1v1 comic versus comic. You can go for, you can go against. I don't give a shit. It's we not just want to hear. It's not a debate. It's just doing stand up on that topic. It's, a set. it's improv. Yeah. yeah. 
It's it's impromptu speaking. Okay, like it, it, I, I know what improv is. Right, but it's not Deal. straight improv. Right. Yeah, I mean, like it's not like team player improv, like everyone's used to. It is improv. I know. Okay, well, not everybody does, so let me explain to them. Okay, Sam. They know. I told no, them. No, they don't. I told okay, them before. Be nice to the guests. Eat a fat <laughs> dick. His do-rag's getting damper and um, damper every time he comes up here. So, <laughs> so the way I try gross. to phrase it is, if you, in Spokane, we've had, we're doing this thing where we're taking individual debate events and making them into comedy shows. Uh-huh. So if you ever did high school debate, then Lincoln-Douglas debate is comedy is drink and debate. Right. This is impromptu. So I give you, you have a topic from the audience, I'll go, like, I give the first comics the topic, I do some time. Then they come oh, up. Papa's got to get his. Yeah. Well, well, no, no I, I need to give them time. You basically have five minutes from the time you get the topic to the time you walk on stage. Yeah, you Just have like the idea. you have like. I like this idea. Yeah. I like doing. I like doing the improv comedy right. stuff. Right, and the, the key is the key is is to be loose because like yes. right. It that doesn't. Would be, that would be my one suggestion to anyone that's gonna any comic that's gonna do it. Don't stand there and act like it's got to be polished. Right, get your topic and go. Okay, cool. Yeah, and like just the point chill out. is that it's off the cuff. Yeah. And okay? what is the first, like? What's the first thing that comes into your mind when you think about that? Right, and and, and the way and I would just... phrase it is this: Are you funny, or are you not funny? Okay, look, if you're funny, then just be you. Okay, be you on yeah. stage. If the topic is whatever, then just get on stage. And be like whatever, whatever. Yeah. What well, fucking whatever? Yeah, what usually, fucking whatever? The, the whatever. People that do best are the ones that do their initial reaction. Yeah, or drunks. Drunks do really fucking well at that show. And I'm not lying, okay? Because drunks don't get all worried about how the audience is going to react. They're like, this is how I feel about this. Eat a fat one. Here's how it goes. Other than that, at ShamShammy, S-H-I-M-S-H-A-M-M-I-E. That's my name on Steam, Facebook. <laughs> no, it's not. Steam. Yeah, we were Friend me on Steam. Again. Friend me on Steam, dude. We'll play Counter-Strike. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. I'm, I'm Sloppy Detective on Steam. Are you? Yeah. You want to play but I have, I have a MacBook. Oh no! Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm gonna build a PC uh, hopefully next year after tax season. Fight. After tax season. No, no, I love that. I'm gonna build one too. After tax season, yeah. I'm gonna build a PC. I'm done with consoles. Dan, you got anything you want to talk about? Uh, nope. All right. <laughs> Thank. I bid you good podcast. He's like, Get out of my house. Fuck Bye. that guy. <laughs> Wait, how do you turn this thing off? Sammy did a damn good job. Wait, red button. Thanks. Is it the red? Are we, are we the red. Have we started? No, I no. think we're still. That was wait. the warm up. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys ready? This is we're gonna. This, it's.